The Marxist purge continues. Not only does it continue in the education system and the government, it is now in the military. And being a service member for 20 years, it is unbelievable that this government will try to infiltrate the military with Marxist ideology. But that's exactly what they are doing. Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lomar was a commander in the U.S. Space Force. He is no longer that commander. Going to talk about what happened with him if you do not already know. What is the Uniform Code of Military Justice? I know all about it. I spent years, 20 years to be exact, in the military, and I was held to the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Going to explain that to you. Last but not least, got a bonehead. Stay tuned. Share the podcast. Get your friends so they can hear the truth and get the knowledge. I research it so you do not have to. Lead, follow, or get to hell out of the way. This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. There is a great patriot, and his name is Matthew Lohmeyer. And he's a lieutenant colonel in the United States Air Force. The reason I say he is a great patriot is because exactly what I've been talking about for years, he defends the oath of a service member to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, not only across the seas from America, but within America itself is the oath that we adhere to. And this man is standing up for that oath. And he is being martyred, ridiculed, by the military because he is standing up for it. When I was in the military, communism was a very bad thing. And we did everything in this world to ensure that communism did not come to America. However, now communism is here and it is ruling the government and now the military. And this man knew it. 
great patriot. I guarantee he's one of the best officers that America has produced. And he is being slammed. Now, he is no longer the commanding officer of this space force. And he has not been released from the military. Or let's just use the term from New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, all of these media people, that this man was fired. You can't fire a person from the military. It doesn't work that way. You don't just tell him, pack your trash and go home. You're no longer a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Air Force. You got to have the Uniform Code of Military Justice to determine whether or not that person can serve in the military. That's how you, quote, fire a military person. You just don't kick them out. Going to cover that. But before I do that, listen to his presentation on Fox News with Sean Hannity and explaining exactly the situation that he has been put in. Big developing story tonight surrounding Air Force uh, Commander Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer, who was removed from his post on Friday after he made explosive revelations about the increasing presence of Marxist and critical race theory ideologies inside the U.S. military, comments he made on a recent podcast, and in reference to his self-published book, Lohmeyer says he did consult with his superiors about how this critical race theory push was causing unnecessary divisions inside our armed forces, and says he also obtained counsel from a public affairs officer and base legal. So why fired? Why, why did this happen? Here to explain, author of the new book, Irresistible Revolution, Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer, who is now, by the way, speaking in his personal capacity, not his views. Uh, they don't necessarily reflect the official policy of the Department of Defense. Okay, tell us exactly what happened. Sean, I appreciate you having me on the show. And in fact, that statement that you just read that came from Air Force Public Affairs I included in the front of my book uh, three times, once on the copyright page, once in the front matter, and again in the introduction to the book. Um, what happened is I began noticing some time ago, and not just in the past few months, but over the past several years, uh, an increasing relevance of what I saw was uh, Marxist ideology parading around by other names. Uh, the defense secretary in February, I think it was February 5th of this year, uh, called for an extremism down day and issued a guidance memorandum to all service members. And in the guidance memorandum, he basically gave an injunction to every service member to combat extremist ideologies within the force where they saw them and to take it upon ourselves to protect one another and to speak up and educate one another about extremist ideologies when we discovered them causing divisions within the force. And that's me paraphrasing the guidance memorandum. So I, I include that in the introduction to the book as well. Okay, so you had recognized the narratives as being Marxist in nature, your words, not mine, and also you said it teaches in 
intensive teaching that I heard at the base at a time the Constitution ratified the U.S., codified white supremacy as the law of the land. Uh, are, are they not aware that uh, we fought a civil war, that the 64-65 Civil Rights Act, Voting Rights Act, that Joe Biden's friend, by the way, filibustered? Uh, side note, uh, while not perfect, we have made incredible strides, have incredible more to go uh, towards a more perfect union. Is that not recognized at all? I think it is recognized. And I think, you know, one of the things the Defense Department does very well is make it very clear that we've got zero tolerance for discrimination of any kind based on race, uh, sex, politics, religion, etc. And so that's the standard, right? And so to that end, I've made that very clear to my own people that in the light of a hyper-politicized environment that I've seen since taking command and I'm no longer in command, uh, I will not tolerate any discrimination of any kind based on politics, for example. And so let me give you one example of what I saw uh, in the past 10 months when I was in command of a unit. Uh, there were videos being sent out to every base uh, service member that we were asked to watch in preparation for our extremism down days and uh, discussions on race, in which we were taught that the country was evil, that it was founded in 1619 and not 1776, and that whites are inherently evil. And so I speak up against those things in my book. I would think in the military that you talk about a brotherhood and a bond that really is kind of unimaginable in real life because you all have each other's back on the battlefield. Thank you for updating us. Appreciate it. I was a Marine drone instructor, and my job as a Marine drone instructor was to train U.S. Marines to make them a fighting force as a group of people. It didn't matter where you came from, what color, race, creed, whether you were rich, poor, senator's son, didn't matter. By the time you graduated boot camp and became a Marine, every single one of you are identical. And that's how the military is today until the Marxists infiltrate the military, which is what they're doing. They are segregating and separating the military based upon skin color, opinions, politics, etc. Dangerous, extremely dangerous to do what they're doing. This man understood it, wrote a book of exactly what's going on in the military. Now, the reason that he is being stood down or removed as a commanding officer is because he questioned the orders of the Department of Defense Secretary and this critical race theory training that the military must now go through. That's why he's been relieved. And this is how it works. In the military, when you do not follow orders, then they use the Uniform Code of Military Justice against you because you're not following the orders of the commanding officer. And that's why they did this. However, what if those orders or 
the conceptual idea that is passed by these leaders is wrong. What if it's not a legal order? Then you have a right as a military person to question those orders. If my commanding officer said, jump off that cliff because I told you to jump off that cliff, if there's no mission for me to do that, then I'd have to question it. Wait a minute. If I fall off the cliff or jump off the cliff and I die, why am I dying? To, to do what? Because you told me to jump off the cliff? This is what we're dealing with. The Uniform Code of Military Justice is a legal system within the military. Just like the judicial system within a civilian world. So this man has been removed as the commanding officer, but he's still an active duty Air Force Lieutenant Colonel. There's going to be an investigation done. Once the invest investigation is done, then the legal system within the military may charge him with whatever. Treason, not dis or disobeying an order, etc. And then he will have to be brought to military trial and be in a trial of his peers, just like the civilian court. And then if they determine that he's guilty of whatever that charge is, then he can be discharged. He can be reduced in rank or and or he can be put in prison and do confinement time in prison. Every military person knows this. But I'm telling you, this is a witch hunt, political driven, not military driven, political driven. That's the Uniform Code of Military Justice. And they're going to use this process against this man, and he didn't break any military order whatsoever. He voiced his opinion as a individual U.S. citizen, wrote a book, and they want to bring him down. That is my personal opinion about this, and I'll stand behind it. Fortunately, Thousands of military, including general officers, agree with this lieutenant colonel. It's time to stand up in all areas in this country against the Marxists. Some of us may give up our liberties, go to prison, and may even die. But that is the battle. That's the fight that we have to do to be able to defend Marxism and communism in this country. I'm asking you to share the podcast so people can understand not what the media is portraying, it's what's happening. CNN, MSNBC, they will not tell you what this gunny knows or what any person in the military knows. They will squash every bit of it and twist a narrative to fit their world and demonize this faithful lieutenant colonel in our country. 
that has given his life, his time, his family, and his loyalty to this country, and they will tear him apart overnight. It's a travesty that we're dealing with this in the military. It's, 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 I mean, you could use the word unfortunate, I guess. It's much more than that. Unfortunate that this man is in this situation. No, it's not unfortunate. It's planned. It is a turning tide to attack every foundation of this country. And if you really want to take control, take control of the military. Change their minds. Corrupt them. And they will turn on the citizens of their own country. That's their plan. It may not happen tomorrow, next month, four years from now. But if it's not stopped, it will happen. Look at China. If you haven't done history in the last 50 years or so of China, you need to go check it out. What happened after World War II in China? Go read about it. Listen to people that know. Listen to the Chinese that escaped the communist regime in China. They'll tell you exactly what happened. Go to the graves of the hundreds of millions of people that China killed after they became communists because they were against the government regime. If you really want to understand what we're facing. Last but not least, got a bonehead award. Portion of it, the first part of it is the portion of what I call the bonehead part. But there's a general that explains exactly what's going on. Now, this happened in 2018. Again, I go back. This is not new. This has been going on. It's just because it's being highlighted. Finally, it's bubbling up. People are starting to talk. Things are starting to happen. But this has been going on for decades. And this is a good example. This is 2018. And there's a teacher in California that was basically putting down the military and their education in the military. And this is what he had to say. And great generals in the army stood behind the Constitution, the oath, and debunked this teacher. There will be a day, unless it's changed, where even a general will not have a platform to stop the Marxism in this country. All right, it's a story we first brought, uh, brought to you a week ago. You got this California high school teacher now suspended going on an anti-military rant about the quality of the education of those who serve, and it even enraged White House Chief of Staff General John Kelly yesterday. To the lowest of the low, they are not talented people. What is your reaction to that, knowing that these are, he's teaching a bunch of 17-year-olds? Yeah. Well, I think the guy ought to go to hell. Um, I just hope he enjoys the, the liberties and the, and the lifestyle that, uh, that we have uh, fought for. 
Obviously, we talked to him on radio yesterday. We had the Facebook Live up, and he went on to say some expletives we had to dump, but he was really angry. Here to weigh in, a more measured way, perhaps, U.S. Army four-star general David Perkins, commanding general of the U.S. training and doctrine and oversaw transition forces in Iraq. General, we have a message you, Lieutenant Colonel, and I was lucky enough to be with you before the invasion of Iraq in Kuwait. But you contacted me because you said, listen, I want to address this. This is, your, this is your gig. You're in charge of telling those 17-year-olds uh, the Army and the military is an option. What's your reaction? Well, let me just tell you about the soldiers uh, and the recruits that come to the United States Army. The command that I uh, am, have an honor to be a part of recruits the United States Army. Uh, last year, we recruited about 135,000 total Army uh, soldiers. Across the board, 96% of high school graduates compared to 82% for our country, 14% higher high school graduates. Of those, about 10,000 are already college graduates. And when they came in the Army, we spent over $160 million in tuition assistance and another 7,000 got a college education. So they're extremely highly educated. ROTC, uh, which produces uh, the majority of our officer corps, is the largest scholarship granting organization in the United States. Last year, $367 million to 15,000 ROTC cadets coast to coast from Harvard to Berkeley, Tufts to Ohio State uh, have become a part of that organization. So you take these highly educated professors in college that know everything, and this is what we're dealing with. Because the average citizen is irrelevant. They're the ones that make up our minds and tell us because they're smart. They're elitist. We're supposed to listen to these people. And this college student was basically telling us that our military is stupid. Well, guess what? A large, large portion of the military, just like that general was talking about, are college educated before they even go in the military. And like he's saying, they had 10,000 military people that got out of the military and they got a college education when they were in it. So think about that. It's how stupid these people are. But they drive the narrative. Remember that 6% that I was talking about in the last podcast? Only 6% of the population of this country believe in this Marxism communist movement. 6%. But we, the majority, sit back and laugh at it. Get off your butt. Talk to your friends, neighbors, and so forth. Stop living like a turtle in a shell. Defend your freedom. Defend our country. Talk to your representatives. Run for some kind of office. Take the mayor's spot if you're in whatever blue, st blue state. Get the people. There's plenty of people out there that will vote for you if you just speak up and become a leader in this country. And we can get America back to America, to living free, loving each other as neighbors and friends and family and get out of this 
absolutely crazy world that everybody's got to be put in a group. And you have to be judged in that group instead of the character of your heart, which is exactly what Martin Luther King was telling us. The man knew what truth was because Jesus Christ was in this man's heart and he was fighting for justice of all people based upon their abilities and not some group. He didn't want the black people to be separated. He wanted them to be united together and have the same abilities to join the military, to do the things as anybody else, but only based upon their character, not the color of their skin. Please share the podcast far and wide, all your friends and neighbors. I Really, I ask you, the best way to get this out there and get more people involved in saving our country is to share this information. All your social media. If you're thinking that, you know, I'm just listening to this old gunny he doesn't know what I'm talking about, that's fine, I get it. But if you share it, somebody else may be able to say, this is great. Finally, somebody's standing up that can help me and support me. That's what I'm asking you to do. Stand up, show up, speak up. This is the gunny out.